Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome once again to this episode of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paulo Cornett. This is episode number 83. Well, for the last few weeks, I've been teaching on a five-part series on the signs that we will see just before Jesus returns. Now, this is actually the fourth episode in that series I plan to conclude next week. And I have been having a blast studying and teaching and just learning all about uh, this series. In fact, I love to hear accurate, I want to emphasize the word accurate teaching about the end times because once you know what the scripture says, then you're not moved by what you see and you're not moved by the events that we actually see unfolding right before our eyes. My friends, this age is coming to an end. It's coming to an end. It's coming to a close. Jesus predicted that it would and we are seeing that right before our eyes. But we're going to first start by quickly reviewing. I got a lot of information to cover, so I don't want to waste any time today. But we're going to just review very quickly. And then I'm going to um, talk about, uh, add some other signs, some new signs in there with this teaching. So I want you to remember the reference scriptures for this teaching are found in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And they all kind of interloop. And there's some things um, that are added in others that are not there, but I want to cover all of it. So we're in Matthew, actually Matthew 24 is where we're doing our most of our focus, but uh, Matthew 24, 4 through 14, in Mark 13, 5 through 13, in Luke 21, 8 through 19, I encourage you strongly that in your personal private time that you read these for yourself as well, and that, uh, you know, you study these on your own as well, but that's where the references are. Also, the reference book that I used for um, this series is by Rick Brenner called Signs You Will See Just Before Jesus Re- Just Before Jesus Comes. And so it's a very powerful book. And he goes, of course, more into detail. But I did use his book as a reference um, just for the, the Greek definitions and all that kind of stuff like that. But I did re- use uh, that. It is a good resource to have in your library, good resource to use. You can get that on renner.org. Or you can also get it, I'm pretty sure they have it on Amazon. And another good one that I want to add to that as well is um, also by Rick Ritter, and it's called Last Day Survival Guide. In fact, it was for this Last Day Survival Guide that I was a part of the launch team uh, when he launched it, I think a few years ago, well, about two years ago, maybe now, or maybe a year ago. Um, But I was a part of the launch team. And so just a very, very powerful book. It gives you practical uh, insight and wisdom and just uh, wonderful, wonderful teaching on how we survive, you know, these last days, these end times. So in order to hear the complete teaching from the last few weeks, if you haven't already listened, if you if this is your first episode, you're going to want to go back in the archive, starting with episode number 80 
and start uh, listening there and then build upon it because each week I just build upon it. So I'm just going to just review just a little bit. I'm not going to go into detail. So if you want to hear more in depth, you'll have to go back and listen in the archives. Now, Matthew 24, that is where uh, we are. And Jesus and his disciples, they were there. And the disciples asked Jesus, you know, not just to give us one sign. Well, they asked, I'm sorry, to give a sign. Like, what is going to be the sign of your coming? How are we going to know when is it going to be the end of the age? And Jesus, he answers not with just only one sign, but he actually gives 22 signs that we will see right before his coming. And Jesus says with the very first one in Matthew 24 and 4, he says, take heed, take heed. Now, you know, when I read this and understanding what take heed means, I can just picture the disciples are gathered around as Jesus begins to reveal the signs. And when he says, take heed, he's saying, now listen carefully and pay attention to what I'm about to say. All right, let's, 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 you know, pay attention. And that's what, pay attention to, to, to what is being said here. Okay. And the first thing that he says, the first sign, he says that no, let that take heed that no man deceive you. So the first sign You'll know this is going to be the kickoff or the beginning or the startup of the very end of the end is that you're going to see worldwide deception. And not only is that deception going to be in society and worldwide, but it's also going to creep into the church because verse five goes on to say, for many shall come in my name saying, I am the Christ and they shall deceive many. We are seeing that today. There are people that are out there that claim to come in the name of the Lord, but they are leading people astray and people are being led astray, being led astray. And it is so very, very, very sad to witness. It's so very sad to see. Now, while we're on the subject of deception, a lot of times, um, you know, you very rarely hear people go into depth about deception. Deception is very, it's very sad to see one in deception because they don't know that they don't know. And so when you know that there's a person that's in deception, you have to pray that their eyes of understanding be enlightened and that God will reveal the truth to them. And if you just keep praying for them, you cannot give up. You got to keep praying for them because a person that's in deception, God can bring them out, but we got to pray for them. So how do you protect yourself from being deceived or how do you protect yourself from deception? Okay. This is what you have to do. You got to look to Jesus. You got to focus on Jesus and not people. You can't focus on what's going around. You got to focus on Jesus and not people. You got to stay in the word. You got to stay in the word. So that means that you got to read it daily. You got to listen to the word daily. So that means listen to uh, uh, ministers and, and podcasts and people of God that are preaching, that are teaching the word. Listen to it daily so that you get it on the inside of you. You got to meditate on the word daily and meditate means that you just roll over in your mind, the word of God, so that it gets down on the inside of you so that it gets in your heart. It's not just in your head, but it's in your heart. And then once it gets in your heart, it become a part of you. So that when you go through the pressures of life, when you go through things, what will come out is what's going to be on the inside of you. If the word of God is on the inside of you, that's what's going to come out. If cuss words is on the inside of you, then that's what's going to come out. And so we have to uh, read the word daily, listen to the word daily, meditate on the word daily. In fact, um, a lot of times what I do during the day is I'll listen to uh, the Bible on 
um, on my uh, uh, phone or either on my iPad. I'll listen to the Bible. I'll just, as I'm working or doing something, I'll just listen to the, to the Bible being read. Sometimes I might not be able to sit down and actually, you know, like read it always. There's time for that, but sometimes if there's not, as I'm doing something, I like to listen to the word. There's also, if you look on YouTube, there are people that sing the scripture, that are singing, you know, the word that help you to memorize it. When you uh, hear something through a song, it helps you to memorize it better. And so there's like the Psalms, there's uh, people that sing, you know, sing the whole, just sing like Psalms 23, sing the, they sing it. And so that helps you to get it. So you got to meditate on the word that you got a fellowship with like-minded people. You got to fellowship with other believers, people that are like-minded because they will help you stay on track. They will help you stay on course. You have to uh, attend church regularly, attend a Bible teaching church, attend a church uh, where they're teaching the whole Bible, where they believe the word of God, where they believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. You have to, you know, immerse yourself. Sometimes people are in places where they can't get that type of a teaching or there are no churches like that around listen to podcasts of someone that you know you trust and 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 use your discernment and god the holy spirit revealed to you what is truth and what is not so in order to go we have to guard against deception because you don't want to be deceived all right and if you know the truth so the only truth that there is is in the word of god then you won't believe a lie so if you know the truth, you won't believe a lie. For example, when someone comes to you, they may say, I know when Jesus is coming back. And they set a time and a specific time and a date. You know, that's a lie because the Bible says in Matthew 24, 36, I believe it is. It says that no man knows the day or the hour when the son of man is, is to return. Even he doesn't know. The only one that knows is the father. He's the only one that knows. And so because you know the word, you know that that's a lie. I'm reminded in the book of Psalms 119, where it talks about the word of God. And I'm reminded of two Psalms. Uh, one, Psalm 119, 11, it says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. And also in Psalms 119, 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Now, while we are aware of the signs of the time, we don't focus on the signs, but we look to Jesus. We focus on Jesus. Now, the third thing that Jesus talks about is he says that, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. So wars and rumors of wars. So we'll hear of this. Won't always experience them or be like in the midst of war um, ourselves, but we will hear of wars and rumors of war. And we hear of that right now all the time. Now, Luke goes on to talk about commotions and terrorism. And so uh, the commotions is just dealing with anarchy, upheaval, unrest. We see that. We see te terrorism, wide-scale terrorism be taking place. Um, Jesus goes on to say, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and nation against nation uh, is ethnic group against ethnic group. That word nation is the Greek word ethnos, where we get the word ethnic. All right. And so it'd be ethnic group against ethnic group. It would be kingdom against kingdom. And what this talks about is like one party or system. They want to lord over the other. So we see that warring political system, clash of culture, ethnic conflict. Then he goes on to say, uh, Famines in the plural, 
who talks about famines and famine, it'll be widespread, not only a shortage of food, but also a shortage of money. There is going to be economic instability. And we got to remember that we must not turn away from those in need. We cannot turn our ear from those in need. If we're able to help and meet the needs of those around us, that we have to continue and maintain a heart of compassion for those around us and try to meet those needs if we're able. He also goes on to say pestilence. And pestilence is the emergence of new and old diseases. Now, while we have seen glimpses of these diseases and things, um, that we've mentioned, the difference is that towards the end, there this they will intensify. So they're going to intensify. So pestilence in the plural, okay? So it means not just one, but in several emergence of different old diseases that we thought were gone away. Also going to be unknown diseases. So we say, well, how do we remedy these pestilence and unknown diseases that, you know, we're embarking upon that we will encounter the Bible says in Mark 16, 18, that the believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You got to have the power of the Holy Ghost because there will come a point in time where there'll be some things that they won't have a cure for. They won't have a shot for. They won't have anything where you're going to have to believe God. You're going to have to believe uh, what his word says, that if you're a believer, the, uh, the authority that you have, you should be able to exercise the ability to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Folks, COVID was just a dress rehearsal. It was just a dress rehearsal. It was just one wave to ride. There'll be others. There will be others. I hate to tell you, but there will be others. Don't forget this. It is paramount that in the days that lie ahead that you listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit in making decisions, whether it's about your health, whether it's about your, your money, uh, whether, whether it's about... Uh, uh, your children. It's important that you listen to the Holy Spirit and making decisions. Don't let no one pressure you into doing anything. If you don't get a piece about it, don't you do it. You got to always follow peace. Always follow peace. Then he goes on to say in Matthew 24 verse 7, he says, and earthquakes in diverse places. So this word Earthquakes is uh, the Greek word seismos, and it's the plural of this word, and it just means multiple earthquakes or a lot of seismic activity. The Greek word seismos, where we get the word for seismic activity, when they refer to earthquakes, they refer to them with as, as seismic activities. Now, I find it very interesting that right now, as I'm recording this podcast, actually, by the time you hear this, it, it'll be... Um, a couple weeks out, but on Monday, there was a massive earthquake in Turkey and Syria. Now, the reports read, and I'm sure the numbers are going to change probably after this podcast is recorded, but 2,500 plus that were confirmed already dead. People are trapped. There's 5,000 buildings that have just collapsed, totally flattened. Nothing of this magnitude has happened in centuries. It was a 7.8 magnitude. There have been over 30 aftershocks at a 7.5 magnitude. So these people are just being riddled and riddled and riddled with uh, not only this massive earthquake, but these massive aftershocks as well. Now, many earthquakes happen regularly. 
but not all are reported either because they're in a remote location or because the magnitude is, is not at a certain number to report. So I took the liberty of looking up earthquakes that have reported for 2023. Now remember, this is just February. So this is at 2023. How many uh, uh, earthquakes have been reported? And this is just in the U.S. The U.S. alone, already 150 plus earthquakes already reported in the U.S. from California to Ohio. And most of the ones that I can see on the map were in California. Most of the earthquakes. So just as Jesus predicted, earthquakes in diverse places. Now, Luke 21, 11 says great earthquakes. So this word great, it can mean numerous or large in size. So Jesus is predicting global earthquakes. We are experiencing the earth is trembling because the earth can sense that this age is coming to an end. The Bible says in Romans 8 and 22, it says, For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. That's what Paul said. And in Matthew 24, 8, it goes on to say, And all these are the beginning of sorrows. The word sorrows is a Greek word that is used to refer to a woman that is having contractions. And once a woman starts to have contractions, there's no turning back. You can't, you can't stop them. Once they get to a certain, you cannot stop. No contractions. So once, you know, there's a transition that's taking place, somebody's getting ready to be birthed, you can't stop it. So once it's in transition, once it's set in motion, it's like a woman that is having contractions. The earth is travailing or the earth is having contractions because a new age is being birth the earth can sense it the earth is travailing the earth is contracting because there's a change that's getting ready to come something is being birthed the end of one age and the start of another he goes on to say that there will be fearful sights in luke 21 11. this word fearful sights this is so interesting is the word phobotron and this, is, this word is a Greek word. It means monstrous events, scary events. It was used by the ancient Greeks to describe monsters. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But it isn't very clear what Jesus is referring to. He doesn't, he doesn't like specifically say you're going to see Bigfoot walking around or anything like that. He just kind of grouped it all together and left it vague and used the word fearful sights or the word phobotron, which means monstrous things. The other signs that he used are very specific, pestilences, famines, earthquakes. But with this one, he left it very vague. In fact, even Bible scholars, they can't quite pinpoint exactly, you know, what this is talking about. So this remains a mystery. We'll just have to wait around and see what it is. So whatever it means, it is definitely something scary. So, you know, you could think along the lines of something scientific. They do all kind of creepy stuff with science. So it could be something scientific uh, that they're doing or they may try to do. That's one possibility. But you got to remember that whatever it is, we don't have no need to fear. We have no need to fear. You got to remember 2 Timothy 1 and 7, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of a sound mind. He goes on to say, great signs from the heavens. 
great signs directly from the sky, directly from the heavens. It's coming from the heavens. So what, what, what could this be talking about? What could this be? Maybe a meteor, maybe an asteroid. I don't know. Something of that nature. But whatever it is, it's coming from the heavens and it's massive. The world is going to be aware of it. It won't just be in one, you know, so solid place, but it'll be something worldwide. No other generation will or is experiencing the things that we are seeing or that we will see. I've heard people say, you know, it's never been a time like this before. I've never known a time like the time that we're living in right now. You see a rise of uh, witchcraft. You see a rise of the demonic right in your face. It used to be hidden, but now it's up in your face. You see it um, in video music videos. You see it on the internet. You see it, you know, on people's Facebook posts. You see all this stuff. But also I see how that the grace of God is abounding that much more. I see people that are being miraculously delivered from the occult and from witchcraft and God is just just totally rearranging and changing their lives and using them for his glory. I see that God is saving people. People are coming to the knowledge of the truth. People are understanding and realizing that something's happening. You know, they might not have gone to church all their life, but they know that something is happening. The world is coming to end. What do I have to do? You know, you don't want to stick around for the things that are to come because the world is getting darker and darker. And it gets to the point where it gets so dark that, you know, it's just too dark. It's just too dark. And Jesus will come and get us. And you want to make sure that when he comes, that you go with him. That you go with him and say, well, what do I have to, to do, Minister Paula? Well, you need to give your life to him. You need to give your life to him. And you can do that right now today. You can do that right now today. You can give your life to the Lord so that if, if, if anything does happen to you, you know that you will be in heaven with him where you belong and not in hell with Satan where you don't belong. So if you just say this prayer with me right now, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you are the Savior. You are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. I repent of my sins and I give my life to you right now. Come into my heart, wash me, make me clean and show me how to serve you. Holy Spirit, fill me, fill me to overflowing in the name of Jesus. Now speak to us, say, Satan, you go from me now. You are not my God. I belong to Jesus. If you said that prayer, then you're saved. Then you're saved. You have the assurance of knowing that you're saved. So no other generation will see or is experiencing the things that we are seeing. So we are seeing the signs that Jesus predicted. And he says this. He said, when you see these things, look up. Your redemption draws near oh hallelujah i feel the presence of the lord in this room yes our redemption draws near that's the hope that's the good news that we know that we know that we know that he is coming and he is coming soon so be sure to stay tuned next week I'm going to conclude with this series. I was going to go a little further, but I didn't want to put too many at you. I want you to just soak this in and chew on these, uh, this teaching for, for till, till the next week. And next week, I'm going to conclude and I'm also going to share with you what the last sign is. What's the final marker that we know that, okay, 
it's any day now. Well, we're really kind of, we're at, we are at, it's any day now. It's any time now. But this, I want to give you what this, with what this sign would be. So we're going to close with a word of prayer. And perhaps maybe as you're listening to this teaching, you may be kind of rattled or say, oh my goodness, all this stuff going on is kind of making my head swim. I just want to pray that the peace of God will come over you right now. And I thank you, Father God, for your peace, which passes all understanding. I thank you, Lord, that even though we are in the end times, we are in the last days, you are still God. And I thank you that you are mighty to save, mighty to heal, mighty to deliver. I pray for those that are lost, our loved ones that don't know you, that are lost. Oh, God, have mercy upon them. I pray for those that are deceived, Lord God, that don't that don't know you, Lord Jesus, and that their eyes of understanding will be enlightened, that the power of the Holy Spirit will invade them wherever they are, Father God, and that your love will uh, just, uh, just encapsulate them, Father God. I thank you for your mighty hand of protection, Lord Jesus, that's upon the people, Lord. I pray for those that are affected by uh, this recent earthquake. Oh, God, have mercy upon this nation, upon these people, oh God, oh, God. We pray, Lord God, that as those ministries that go over there, that, Father God, you use them to be a light to the people that are in desperate need of you, Father God. I pray, Lord God, as they rebuild, Father, that your presence, they will understand that they have a very special need for you, Lord God. Touch those that may be listening that need healing in their physical bodies. I thank you, Lord God, that you said in your word that we can send the word and healing will come. And I send the word that says in Isaiah 53, 6, that by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. So I thank you, God, that deaf ears have to open, that blind eyes must see, that mental conditions must be changed, Lord God, that sound mind must be. I come against cancer, every form of it in the name of Jesus. Tumors, that they must shrink and dissolve and go away. I speak to blood pressure, that it must be elevated. I speak to eye conditions in the name of Jesus. Hair loss, in the name of Jesus. Neurological conditions, Lord God, I thank you that you're healing right now, Lord God. I thank you that you're touching cholesterol in the name of Jesus. Cardiovascular disease, heart condition, in Jesus name paralysis stroke uh, effects of strokes in the name of Jesus I speak forth healing to the people Father God wherever they are because you are Jehovah Rapha the God that heals I give you all the glory and the honor and the praise in the mighty matchless name of Jesus Christ the Messiah the anointed one that I pray Amen and amen. Remember the words in Romans 10 and 17 that says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Mm-hmm.